Blog Talk Radio. Yo, can y'all hear me? Hey, Kay, you there? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. Hey, man, you got to get off. Hey, if you're on speakerphone, man, can you, uh, it's not going to sound too good. Sound like you're on speakerphone. All right. You got headphones or something? Or a mic or? Yeah, I might get my headphones. What's going on, Latrice? How you doing? Hey, you can't. I'm How are you? Say what now? I said that microphone you sent. Like when I plug that in, I can just talk. Yeah, you can't. I know. I I did. Yeah, you can use it. The problem is you're not gonna be able to hear anything. I just I just found that out. Like it's good for me when I vlog. Oh. I don't need to hear nothing. But you know these iPhones now takes wear head headphone mm-hmm. piece. So <laughs> I'm using the regular um, headphones. What you can do too is um, there's probably like headsets out there. But I mean it's fine, man. We'll just use this for now. This should be fine. How's my audio sound? Because I've not used these. I'm not actually used headphones before for podcasts. You sound fine to me. I, <laughs> all right, cool. As yeah, you turn your how phone, do I, how right, do I, is your volume up all the way? Yeah, my volume's up, and all I right. have my headphones in. All right, cool. Okay. Yeah. How do I sound now? You yeah. sound you sound fine, uh, Latrice. You might. I don't know if you. Um, kind of what I'm doing is like. I don't know if y'all want to hold them up, but it's fine. I think with the headphones, too, we just have to be cautious of, like, I don't know what kind of headphones y'all got. I'm just using the standard Apple. Uh, I think sometimes they pick up, like, you know, movement. We, like, keep bumping them across our shirts. But I'll edit that shit out. Um, but with that being said, we're going to jump in. I'm going to edit uh, I'm gonna edit the intro in, like, the music and stuff on the back end. Um, but what we'll do is we just kind of jump in, say some stuff. Uh, obviously, it's our first episode as a crew introduce y'all, uh, we'll kind of talk about how we came together, and then we're just going to dive right in and kind of jump it off kind of with the conversation we had last time, and then um, I got a couple notes here to kind of generate some, some discussion, and then we'll just free flow from there. Cool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready? Okay. I got my green tea ready. <laughs> Don't be slurping in the mic, Negro. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna start now. Um, so crew, 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 love. You know that's the name of the episode. So I got the crew on today. Well, I welcome the co-hosts. I have Mr. AK and Miss Latrice. Welcome to the team, y'all. How y'all doing? Good. Happy to be here. <laughs> good. Welcome. Good. Welcome. Finally, finally coming together. This is exciting. Good We're man. Finally, ear to ear. Ear to ear, I get it, man. So, man, why don't y'all tell me, Latrice? I know we we just uh, you know generated a relationship through AK. So y'all kind of want to talk about kind of y'all background, where y'all come from, or how y'all know each other per se. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, we can talk about yeah. You want to go? You want me to go? What? <laughs> Ladies first, you know, man, man, we're gentlemen in here. Thank you, thank you. Look at that courtship. Uh, so. AK and I have known each other uh, since high school, so we've been really cool. We were both athletes, um, so yeah, 
always known each other for a really long time. And then I ran into him again, and he told me about this amazing show. And I was like, oh, you need to put me on. Um, so here I am. And then a little bit about my background. I'm currently a doctoral student in the Couple Marriage and Family Program. And so pretty much I'm just here to make sure that um, people are happy in their relationships. You know what I mean? Like I just really want people to find love and be happy with it. And if you want to date, um, just really understanding what it is that you want and how to date and just make sure that you're having fun with it. I feel you. I feel you. And, you know, it's interesting, and we're going to get to this later. You know, so I think we had the conversation the last time, um, and kind of your focus is ensuring people are happy and successful in the relationship that they have. And kind of my home premise behind starting this was, how the hell do I get in a relationship in the first place? So I think it'll be you'll have some interesting discussions <laughs> as we go through this podcast. But with that being said, I'll turn it over to Mr. AK. Uh, good evening, good evening. Well, um, AK, also known as Amara Karuma. So um, background by me, I grew up in Africa for part of my time, um, about 11 years. So I have my own version of coming to America. We'll talk about that another time. He's to hunt lions, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> and that goat me fire Anyway <laughs> uh, Moved to Chicago uh, Went to high school with Latrice She said she was a all-star on the track Track team I was a pretty good Pretty alright football player for the most part Then took my talents to uh, Indiana where I became good friends With Jakeem Gregory the, 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 uh, the mind behind all this madness and then, you know, all through all my professional endeavors or just kind of learn my way through life, you know, Jakeem's always been a good friend, kind of close confidant. And uh, we've been in very, 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 very close contact the past decade, actually. I kind of think about it. Yeah. Brodies. So I'll tell y'all what, enough of that shit. Let's dive in. So I want to kick back over to Latrice because the audience knows I like one or two. Boom. Everybody's heard my rants. How I feel about dating <laughs> and how shit's pivoted and there's all these nuances now and there's all these obstacles and barriers. But I'm embracing it and I'm trying to teach the crew how to embrace it. But you seem a lot more at peace with where things are. And it seems like you're beyond the step of finding somebody um, in a sense of, hey, I need new methods to do so. Just give me your perspective on kind of where things are at or kind of how you even got to the space that you're in currently because um, I'm very interested to, to understand. Well, you know, I'm curious to hear about your uh, rant, so you're going to have to tell me in a couple minutes. <laughs> um, I think for the most part, it's just things are changing, right? And um, I was frustrated for a little bit, you know, because my mom would say or the people that were in my life were like, you know, someone needs to court you or you just need to go to the library or kind of go to um, lounges or things like store. that. or yeah, or just meet someone out, right? And that's not happening anymore. To the gym. Um, as, right, it's not. And half the people at the gym don't even want me anyway, right? Uh, so, you know, it's not as easy as it um, was before. I'm just kidding. But um, it's not easy as it was before, you know, seriously. Or, you know, people would say, you know, wait for someone to introduce you to someone else. And nobody's doing that either. So, you either have to get in with a new uh, program or it's just going to be a really hard road. And so for the most part, if you look at the dating apps, you have access to a bigger pool. Um, You're still going to go through like a lot of bullshit, you know what I mean, and a lot of people that aren't really 
in it for what you're in it for, but you just need to learn how to decipher that. And it's still going to be really hard. Um, It's still going to be really annoying. But if you can embrace that and understand, you know, if you're dating with a purpose, that's fine. Date with a purpose. If you're just dating to have fun, that's fine, too. You just have to figure out what it is that you want um, and just kind of embrace that. So, I mean, that's just how I look at it. I mean, we're not going backwards anyway. Like, this is the new age. There's no era that we're in. It's all about technology. So if you're not interested in that or focused in that, it may be a little difficult for you because people are finding DMs and stuff like that and actually getting in, like, real successful, committed relationships. I don't know. Did you say people are sliding in DMs and getting in real? Did you just say people are sliding in DMs and getting in DMs? Yo, so, hey, hey, story time really quick. Did y'all know that I really just learned how to properly slide into a DM? Like, that's the thing. <laughs> Everything's become a science. Like, everything used to be so macro. But I didn't, you know, I've taken the time to break this down into a micro science. There's a proper way to slide into the DM. I just didn't know that these cultivate into relationships. So I better start being careful about what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you saying, right? <laughs> I mean, true story. I've only sent one to two DMs period in life. I mean, I used to send a few when I first got on the gram, you know, them, them standard. I didn't understand the science, right? And I guess to back up, to answer your original question, you said kind of what is the, you know, kind of what's the synopsis of my rant? So I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. call it a rant. It was a, a realization and epiphany that I had. And, you know, basically, you know, I had a job to where I was traveling or I was moving approximately every eight months um, over the course of the last three years. So from the time I was 26 to – or 25 to 28, I was moving to different locations. So to me personally, I was having fun, and two, it didn't make sense for me to date knowing that I was going to move because eventually we're going to have to break up, and I want to put that pressure on anybody to move. So I was selfish as hell. I was out here – I went home. Let me take that back. I was out here living my life, my best life. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so then I moved to – I moved up here. Uh, so I had moved to – actually had moved to Minneapolis – and then I had, you know, shifted my attention back to dating. It's like, oh, let me actually start taking this a little more serious. And I realized that I was not fully equipped to to play the game that existed. There was no more, hey, you're working more now. You know what I'm saying? You're not going out as much anymore. So the same ways I used to meet people were not the same ways mm-hmm. that you meet people today because there's less opportunities, one. And two, shit that did used to matter, that I thought didn't matter, now matters. Hey, uh, you better start having some better pictures because – your, the realization came to me that you have five pictures or six pictures and a bio for somebody to understand who you truly are and that these applications are no longer just for hookups. So now I had to understand how the hell do I play this game and compete because previously I could compete with my mouthpiece and my aesthetics. But now I have to compete with a pool of people who no longer have a fear of rejection um, because everybody's behind an avatar. So what's my competitive edge? Um, so that's really where I started to start breaking this down and saying, damn, this shit is really a goddamn science. No matter if you're a fraud or not, you better know how to play the game or you're going to get left behind. Hey, so yeah, question, sure. question. So <laughs> within the game, so have you ever just like did like a beta test where you said, all right, I'm going to get these five photos up here and then see how many hits I get and then flip it up next five? Is that kind of is that kind of your kind of synopsis, the kind of approach to kind of understand this whole science? And then bio, nah, man, honestly, we kind of there. Nah, I mean, gotta, I mean, still the same shit. The same shit that you used to do in the club still work. I mean, you you either got an edge or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like shit still applies now. You like you're still, you're still, I mean, you just turn your mouthpiece into words, but you start understanding like people's types of reactions and reactions you're getting. 
so yeah, like I, I, I mean, when I moved to New City, is like I understood that. So let's talk about the last time I did this, right? Just one time I told you that I had pictures of you know regular shit. Had a picture of maybe when I was on vacation. Had a had a you know had various pictures. Then I changed it up one time. I went to another city, a little bit more pretentious. I was on the East Coast. I was like, let me put on some pictures where I'm a little bit more tooted up and had on a few blazers. Nigga, I got no hits. <laughs> we get no hits. <laughs> and a chick that had already matched me that I was texting, you know what she said? She said, you know, I saw you changed your pictures up. Hey, number one, I'm like, why did you you back on my Tinder profile? We already got to the texting stage. We'll talk about that later. But then, and why are you still on Tinder <laughs> anyway? That's why I got trust issues. But then number two, um, She's like, yeah, like you looked really boring. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> like, damn. damn. She's like, I would have never matched you because she's like, you looked boring and looked like you didn't have any, you don't have fun, you don't have any edge. So, nigga, that doesn't define you getting judged off your pictures in your bio. And I don't know what that, that is, bro. Hey, I'm not going to lie. So, with me being, you know, Midwest to the core, you know, my stint in Atlanta was two and a half years or whatever. So, you know, going out there, seeing the whole. Southeast dating scene, how you know everybody's CEO of this, Mr. COO of that, and we just basically the COO of not a damn thing. <laughs> like it's so much, it's so much of just a front. And you know when I would go about, and you know I remember I think someone saw me. He's like, I saw you in the bar. I saw you on the profile. So you dress like you're not from here. I was like, what do you mean? So like you dress like you're from the Midwest. I'm like what? Because I don't wear everything designer. Like. Yeah, I like. Well, does that take into account your, I guess, observation of me or perceptions? You like, yeah. I was like, okay. Well, this conversation over. <laughs> so it kind of showed me how people in each different, you know, city or range just kind of really look at all that from you know bird's eye view. Not really trying to dive in and get to know somebody. But to take it back, another point. You know, another woman did like the way I dressed. And did like I was definitely you hurt? from the south. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Oh, Crimea <laughs> River, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I went home like damn, but do you bro. Still shut them down home? if they don't take the time to get to know you. Do you still shut them down if they don't take the time to get to know you, knowing that nah. the whole logic behind this is to cut down time and cut through the fluff? Oh well, I mean yeah, because I mean obviously, I mean I probably said something that's rubbed a woman the wrong way, and you know everything everything happens full circle. So I mean yeah, I have. I mean, it's not because I do, do it out of spite or whatever. I just do it because I'm not trying to waste anybody's time, really. So, but, you know, and then, you know, another situation, like, you know, I mean, girls are aggressive, too. Like, it's, you know, chick I met on, you know, Tinder, maybe, yeah, she'll once or twice or whatever, and then she, but happy birthday, she's like, happy birthday, you take me to, where you take me to dinner tonight? I was like, oh, you joking? She's like, no, you better take me to dinner. I was like, yo. Like, I don't have a problem, like, just going to try bully me into something of this nature. So, I mean, it's <laughs> different situations. <laughs> different situations that come up. Yeah, that's the A. That's the A right there. <laughs> They're aggressive, aggressive. Yeah. I mean, but as far as our pictures go, I just feel like, um, A, we're pretty superficial, and um, we believe that we can replace people quickly, you know? So, I think it just depends <laughs> on what type of woman that you're trying to attract. Like, for me, I would want to see that you're out and about, and I particularly like a brother in a suit. You know what I mean? Um, to me, it just shows that you like to have fun, and you're also kind of fly, a little sexy. You know what I mean? A little James Bond action. Uh, but, it, again, it oh, yeah. just depends on the woman. It depends on the type of woman that you um, want to attract. 
you have to have that in mind first before you go on these uh, profiles. Because if that's the case, you'll just be swiping, what is it, right or left on everybody. But, I mean, yes. But, Nessa, sometimes you attract something that you don't need to attract. I mean, how many times you had a guy approach you and you're like, I didn't really love him to approach me. I mean, it happens. That's, I mean, that's a whole that's a whole human psyche of interaction. Like, it's, it's not it it's a two-way street. <laughs> it can, but Absolutely. if you um, – <laughs> I feel like if you are putting a certain image out there, you're going to attract that back, right? So, of course, you're going to have what I call a lot of donuts or a lot of flats. But eventually, you're going to get the one that you want or some quality ones that you want. That's in any game that you play. Hey, matter. pause. Hey, pause real quick. Hey, pause real quick. I'm going to edit this out. But, hey, somebody keeps moving a lot or t- or something. Keeps picking it up. I don't know if it's uh, – it may- I don't even know if it's me, but – uh. No, nah, I'm sitting now. We're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of pushback. Um, just FYI, I don't know. If, I'm I'm adjusting okay. my shit too. But anyway, go ahead with your. I was like, let me just. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> uh, you said you said a lot of donuts. I was about to ask you, so pick it back up. I'll edit this out. Edit now. Um, uh-huh. you. So what are donuts? You said a lot of donuts. Yeah. So to me, um, well, again, it depends on what you're looking for. If you're just looking to have a good time, then I think that you need to say that in your profile somewhere that you're just looking to have a good time. But if you're dating with a purpose, you know, you need to say that as well. And there will be a couple of people who really just want to hook up um, or they are married. And So I encountered that, um, a couple married folks, but it just so happened that I knew um, the people that they were either married to or I knew someone who knew their wife, their significant other. So, I mean, those to me are the donuts, the people that they should not be in these social media apps at all or, you know, the people who are just looking to have a good time. So you have to figure out what it is that you're looking for, what it is that you want. If you don't really know what it is that you want, then how do you expect to get quality? That's not fair. That's, I that's not fair for you to that's expect, like, uh-huh. you got to know what it is that you want. Go like, ahead. You just got to. You don't have to have, like, a perfect picture, but you at least have to have know a little bit of what it is you're looking for. If not, then that's where your frustration is going to come from. Or if you just want to say that, yes, I just want to date, that's fine. You don't have to know what you're looking for. But you need to have in your mind what it is that you're doing. you got to figure out what it is that you're doing. Like, you had a plan. You said I was going to a different state. I just wanted to have fun. I knew that I was going to leave in a couple years or in a year, so I didn't really want to settle down and start anything serious. That's fine. You know what it is that you wanted to do. Agreed. But so I'm gonna make this so binary. I'm gonna split this down the middle. I'm gonna split this down into two. <laughs> she said a couple things. Cause I, I'm gonna make this real binary. So I agree but disagree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> Number one, okay. I don't think that you need to state anything like if you know that you're there, if you're a swinger couple, I think that's an exception. If you absolutely are on there to platonically meet people, absolutely I think yeah. you should put that in there. But for somebody like me it's not that I'm, you know, totally against meeting somebody in tears, but I'm also not desperately on there looking for anybody. I mean, shit, you move to a new city, you also just want to meet people too. So I don't necessarily know where it's going to go. And I don't think it's any – I don't go to the club back in the day saying, hey, I'm looking for a girlfriend. Like you meet somebody and then spontaneously <laughs> things may develop. So I, I, I disagree with you there. Um, but I also think like um, the other piece that you said is like you attract what you put out there. I think what this has created is we don't necessarily know what we're putting out there. And there's so many other, like what I think I'm putting out there, for instance, when I put the blazers on and all that shit, I thought I was projecting a certain image that actually came off differently mm-hmm. to different people. 
And then there's other things uh-huh. that factor into this this thing too, which is like age. Like once I hit thirty, mm-hmm. I noticed certain age groups fell out of my fell out of my range. Like twenty three, <laughs> like my range is is very. <laughs> my she is twenty, so. I'm gonna define my range too. Right now, it's at 25 to 33. I used to have it at 23. You meet these girls, you're like, yeah, it's probably not gonna work. But I notice there's less 24s and 23s and 25s. But the ones that I do meet, that's 23 and 24. Maybe they they act overly mature and it's kind of annoying. And then the person that this last woman I met, I tell you, I just had a bumble conversation with her two days ago. Like shit, she wants to play 20 questions and ask me. So what do you like about this? What do you do for fun? Oh, see, it's really in sports. What do you like to do intellectually? It's like, damn, dog, can we say some shit? For, like, to meet in person, so, like, while she may mm-hmm. be very serious and know she's on there for a relationship, it may have worked if we had a met, but, like, I got turned off by her aggressiveness of being adamant that she wanted a relationship. It, it scared me off. Like, I get it, but mm-hmm. that you're forcing this down my throat, well, yeah, I don't think and that. it really doesn't feel good. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I know I got really passionate right no. there, but I, I'll be matching it every day. I don't so. think you should do that. No. <laughs> No, so I, so you said you you confirmed what I was saying. Like, if you want a relationship, you should kind of hint at that. Like, that's fine. Um, and no, I don't think. I mean, some swingers will say what it is that they want in different ways. It's not like you have to say it in black and white. Um, you know, you could just say I'm interested in a serious engagement or, or getting to know you on a serious level more or more in depth level. Right, like, right, you don't have to right. say like I'm looking for my man today. Right. You don't have to say that. It's a bit much, I mean, right? Right. I mean, you I say serious engagement. I mean, you say serious engagement. I mean, that's engagement. too much. So are you, okay. Well, I want to say serious, but yeah. you know, you're just looking for more meaningful conversations. I think that's fine. It's also a turn off too, though. Somebody's like, is it? Well, then that ain't the person for sometimes. you because they not even. That ain't the person for you. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the people that swipe, swipe, swipe left if you ain't here for nothing serious. But think about it like this: you're in a relationship, that's so okay, I want to get to that. Now. Your whole mindset if somebody's like so kind of my perspective on that is if i if i'm on there saying that i'm here for something specific don't i don't i compromise my judgment and put unnecessary pressure like as time goes on and i'm desperately wanting like as time goes on it creates desperation right we start to compromise our judgment and settle for things that we might not necessarily have settled for previously so don't you think if you're going there for a specific purpose instead of being open-minded and, like, yeah, you don't want to waste time and meet up with people, but you control that. Mm-hmm. But if you're only strictly saying, I'm here for this specific reason, and then maybe you get one match mm-hmm. out of 100 and you meet this guy, don't you think that kind of provokes some people to force it, and it's not necessarily organic because they put that type of pressure on themselves? Well, I think you need to remove the pressure, number one. Just remove the pressure, but, man, I was, I'm not going to say what I was going to say with that. No. Um, Say it. I think that you. No, I think that you can have a, a, a open mindset. Yes, and I think that if you're really looking for um, a connection, it's okay to say that too. But it's just all in how you say that, because you're still going to meet a lot of dishbags. You're still going to meet a lot of a lot of people that it, you don't really want to meet, right? But it's your job to decipher between that. You could say like. I just want to have fun. It doesn't matter what you put on a profile sometimes. Half the people aren't even looking at your profile. They're looking at the pictures. So you need to make sure really? that you have the picture. Yeah. I Man, I was halfway looking at people's bios and halfway looking at people's pictures. Like, I mean, I mean yeah. I, mean, I got to be a your picture for... to get to the bio. 
Yeah, I wasn't half the time. I wasn't even looking at that bio. I was just looking at that picture. That was it. Y'all are just like this. And then half the people who are in my. Yeah, I mean, so again, it depends on what you're looking for. (laughs) It depends on what you're looking for. And some of the bios didn't even, like, give information. So, again, I feel like you, the person, individually have to figure out what it is that you want to do. So that if you see someone and they don't have a lot of information, you may still be intrigued. So when you swipe yeah. on them, you know, you're going to have to still do the engaging. You're still going to have to decipher if you want to actually go on a date or not, right? The goal is to get on a date. Or, so to me, a date is to just, I just want to meet you in person. The goal is to meet you in person. Whatever you both choose to do, once you meet a person, that's your choice, that's your decision. But the goal is to meet you in person. You know, these are just pictures. Everybody's putting their best foot forward or their crazy cupcake because that's going to be something that maybe someone will laugh at and be like, okay, just humor me. I just want to know who you are, right? So, or, I mean, or, some of, or some of them pictures are old. <laughs> yes, some of them are. Oh, really my gosh. Old. Yes, some of them are really old. <laughs> the, ba- <Yes>. the bamboozle. <laughs> so, again, the bamboozle, the, angle, the angle picture at that. <laughs> The angles. Yeah, with the angles. We talked about that last episode. <laughs> stop hitting me with all them damn angles. I know what that means already. I mean, I'm well versed in this game now. Like, stop hitting me with the camera up, tilted down, baby. I already Man, know. On the same, BBW, from I'm from with the, it. Let me. From the same side. Like, <laughs> you like FaceTime me. Go ahead, Akash. Go ahead, Akash. No, but yes, yeah, so your point about the profile, like, you, you're reading something, it's like, don't waste my time. I'm here for. I'm here for this. And it's just like it's like you just seem like you just want to like, I guess, set up a whole precedent that you're just like going to this one thing. And as you say you got to be open minded about it because once you put that, because I have some stuff on my profile before, kind of switched it up. I was like, you know, don't waste my time. Don't I want to waste yours? And I started reading. I was like, man, you want that? Like, uh, yeah, a while ago I switched it up. You know, I had to self evaluate. <laughs> I was intrigued in like having real conversations and I did pretty well. I don't know. I I I, 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 I mean I took I switched up one picture and I took one off. I got like five in like two days. So anyway. I gotta look at your profile, bro. I need to look at that profile. <laughs> that bio. It's kind of a little aggressive. Don't waste my time. I won't waste yours. I'll be like, whoa, he's, he's pretty. Whoa, 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 whoa! Who made you like this? <laughs> you emotional in your bio, bro. Why you so okay. emotional, bro? <laughs> you probably so got first perfect first date. Go get many cures together. Oh. <laughs> don't forget, don't get, don't forget the frozen yogurt though, too. Oh, wow, you're funny, man. <laughs> you are funny. Hey, Latrice, you said that uh-huh. the whole goal is to meet. I agree. But, yo, I don't know if y'all do this. I don't know if women do this. I know for, for a fact that I do it. Sometimes I have no intention with meeting up with people. Like, I may be driving through a city and, and whatever. Maybe I'm in the seat, and I might just swipe. Just to, Sometimes it's just an ego stroke, uh-huh. just a heat check to see if I'm popping. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might be mm-hmm. bored and jump on there and get a good 20, 30 matches. And then if you don't get that many matches, then it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. You expand your radius and you see how many can I get. And I have no intention with mm-hmm. meeting those people or writing them for that mm-hmm. fact of the matter. So how do you feel about that? 
that's fine because you knew what you were doing in the first place. You said, I just wanted to go on there to entertain myself. Okay. Do y'all do that? So, again, to me, I have done that. Like, let me just see. Yeah, I was I was just in Cincinnati a couple like a couple months ago, Cincinnati Bears game, and like we were there all weekend. So I was like, man, let's see, let me see, let me see if I'm the man in Cincinnati. I've got heli lights out there, heli matches. But then I got bamboozled with one. She had the audacity. Oh wow, this is funny. She had the audacity to start a whole conversation with me. And then the next day, she's like, hey, I'm sort of dating somebody. Uh, my friend saw your profile. She's interested in you. I was like, hmm. No. Yeah. That kind of crazy. Interesting. Really interesting. So, and what did like, I start taking her a little. I was like, I was like, I felt, I felt like, damn, I could get, like, traded off the team. I get, like, passed off, like, off the backboard. Like, what? <laughs> See, that could have been your wife. That could have been your wife. Nah, I mean, first have been off, like, I, I pre-screened you already, and I think you would be perfect for my girl. See? Look. No, oh, oh, you're going to take that route. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> hey, I, shit, I met my ex off Tinder, and I'm proud to say it. Shit, I don't give a damn. Yeah, I don't want problem with it. No, I, I met know. my ex on I, Tinder. I met my last two girls on Tinder. Shit. You had yeah, this is pros, pros and cons of everything. But no, I mean, it's just that, that whole yeah, story just went back to me. It was like... <laughs> It is true. And some pros, too. <laughs> uh, some big pros. Oh hey, you know the most awkward thing? How y'all be? Shit, uh, you know what I'm saying? Met her at this bar. But then in 2007, you know, we've been on, we on damn Tinder shit. You know what I'm saying? Tinder said it proud, yeah. too. Shit. Yeah. That's real. Social, social media. Fly us in the DM. Fly in the DM. Marriages and babies can come from that. Yeah, you keep saying this word, and that's what I want to get to, marriage. Babies. I done heard this about a few times from both of y'all. Oh, my so God. So you said you got a couple Are we ready for that? No, 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 no. That's why I'm a little hesitant to even say the word to come off the tip of my tongue. <laughs> but I did want to pivot into your field of study and just kind of go behind mm-hmm. the curtain of that and what made you decide to pursue that and just kind of what is that all about? Because obviously, like I just stated, I'm not even to that point. You know, at some point, probably going to be there. Uh-huh. But you recognize it's something that you're passionate about, not necessarily the sense of you getting married, but supporting uh-huh. the marriage culture. So what kind of propelled you to go into this field of study? I guess kind of what are your goals or, like, what do you want to impact in that space? Yeah, so the reason why I did it is because, um, yeah, I, too, was really frustrated with trying to date online. It was really hard, um, and then also I was working with youth at the time, and they were just having challenges with trying to date, figure out social media, and then I was also watching their parents try to date, right? And so then I remember my youth were like, my parents don't have enough time for me because they're trying to date, and I'm trying to date, and so none of us know what we're doing, so where am I going to get, like, the support and the guidance from? And so then I thought, man, if I'm having this issue, my friends are having this issue in the community, some of the community members, many like my students and their parents, are having this issue, I became intrigued with it. So originally I became a certified matchmaker because I'm like, okay, I can help this way. And then I thought, if I start my business, I don't really feel like I'm that prepared because I feel like a lot of people can enter into marriages, right, but they don't really know what it takes to maintain it because divorce rates are really, really high because we are a replaceable society. Like, we feel like anyone can be replaceable. 
and um, we don't. I'm not really sure. I I I don't believe that we're a culture where we, you know, at this moment, emphasize a push for longevity in relationships because everything is um, person centered sometimes, and so we don't really want to put in a lot of um, energy or time into fixing things, especially when we get our feelings hurt. And we don't really know how to manage our anger either. Because I also heard people say, and even some of the couples that I work with, you know, I never saw my parents fight, or I'm not even really sure how to fight. And tension is fine. It's just what are you arguing about? How are you arguing? And what is it that you're trying to get to or resolve at the end? And so those things are really important as well. So then I decided to go back to school because also the images that we see on social media, it's always about, like, what the woman is doing wrong, how she needs to be a better woman or a better wife. And I'm like, it's a train of one images about what a woman needs to do, but it's like a handful of things of what a man needs to do. And if we both could come together and have certain conversations, how helpful would that be if we both say that we're, like, lost? We don't need to really know what it is that we need to do. Some of us are coming from single-parent households, and we haven't even been around um, successful marriages or successful couples. So we're just looking at things on TV. And honestly, Barack and Michelle Obama were the very first, I believe, black couple that we really saw that wasn't, you know, um, reality-focused. It was like a real couple um, outside of, like, TV, which was like the Cosbys or um, well, some other shows. Um, good times, things like that. Yeah. And so my purpose proud is like, family. all right, if I could, yeah, where I'm getting the information, not just from me, but then to share with the masses, like, how great could that be, right? So that people can go home and try to figure out ways how to handle conflict, try to figure out how to have discussions about if your partner comes to you and says, like, I'm thinking about having an affair, where you can really slow things down and be like, okay, so what is it that you're not getting? And what can we both do so that we can fall in love with each other again? that dates are important, you know, understanding that how your partner is loving you may be the best that they can do. And are you okay with that and really having honest conversations around that instead of forcing them to change, right? Because we know that people want to change for themselves. If you force someone to change for you, it will never work because there will be resentment there. And honestly, if you feel like, you know, your relationship didn't work and you, and you really want to um, divorce someone, can we do it in an amicable way? where it's not, you know, yeah, it got really nasty and it's all on Facebook and social media, that's going to follow you forever. And if you have children, when what if they see that, you know? Um, so those are just all of the reasons why I wanted to get involved in this field so that I could relay it back to my community, my people, because I value my people. Um, and the images that I portray out there, if you're not following those, like, black love sites and things like that, you may not be getting what it is that you need. And some of that is even romanticized as well. So, you know, we need to have different types of conversations. Like, what is your idea of the fairy tale? And are you being realistic about what it is that you're asking for and your expectations? What do you even value? Have you even thought about that? Do you even know how to go on a date? Yeah, do you know how to are, go on a date? Are you even courting anymore? Like, are you even courting? You know what, what are the... What I mean, but what are the conversations that you're having once you get on a date to even, like, screen out or weed out? Do you even know what it is that you like? Have you even dated yours? Can you even provide for you no. what it is that you're asking or demanding for someone? Or what, what, are, what are the things that you can give to somebody? Do you even know? 
Do you even know how to be a team player? Do you even even know if your vision's aligned? Like, those are the things that people need to talk about. And I'm not even sure people are really talking about it. And are you okay with adjusting? Are you okay with growing apart for a little bit? Because we're, we're people. We always evolve. And as you all are growing apart in your marriage or in your relationship, how do you come back together? Because your ideas may shift and change. They will shift and change. Yeah. I mean, people, people change a Go ahead, okay. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, Trace. That's very, very powerful words. Very, very. I love it. I love the passion I hear. So, question: Do you think that everyone has, or the society has created a a, a bubble of unrealistic expectations, or you know, just so many unrealistic types of points of view that everyone's you know thought process is so skewed? I mean, what do you think is kind of driving this force behind where everyone's losing the engagement of how you're really supposed to court? Is it because, you know, you know, they don't see it from a household or they don't really look into what the essence or the the what the whole process of dating is? So what what is dating? Does anyone need does someone need to even go and Google the whole term dating and get that kind of, you know, definition in their head mm-hmm. and kind of say, Oh, okay. I mean, I'm just trying to get where you kind of – what do you see in your research? That's what I'm trying to dig out of your your brain right now. So, for me, I think that we have been um, – okay, so from an early age, some of us watch fairy tales. So, I think that we're watching fairy tales. Um, we have kind of, like, been brainwashed to think, like, oh, Fairy tales are what relationships are supposed to look like, right? Then from fairy tales, you have, like, different children's shows or different kitty shows about how families are supposed to look like, right? Like, we have the crowd mm-hmm. family, and we have some other things that show you what, quote, unquote, family should look like. And then um, from that, there's a lot of blogs or it's, kind of, it's reinforcing um, this, quote, unquote, fake fairy tale. Like, we have The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, things like that. That's a fake fairy tale. <laughs> and then we watch it, and people fall in love with that, right? And then you have um, that other show. I think it's either on VH1 or MTV or something like that. Are you the one? That's fake. They, all of that is TV oh, and make-believe. And people try to, like, kill themselves to try to bring that to the forefront. Like, that, that is ridiculous to me. But that is what um, we've been brainwashed to think or expect. Right, and so that's what I mean when I when I'm asking people like, is is your expectation of what you see on TV really realistic to ask from your partner? If a they're not even in that tax bracket, b there's a whole um, group of people that are you know funding this. You know, I mean, there's a lot of different elements that go into this, right? And so then with that being said, we don't even know how to have real conversations because we've been taught to always debate. So when you're engaging with your partner and engaging with people, it's always about a debate. Like very rarely have I heard in the education system, they've been like, okay, give me your point of view. Give me your point of view. Let's agree to disagree. And how do we come to a happy middle ground? Like how do we do that? How do we move forward and work together? That's so I was like, you are wrong. You are wrong. Now go to your different corners and just stay away from each other. Or they won this argument. That's invalidating anybody's feelings. And I don't think that's okay either. So I do think that there's a lot of things that are on media that has um, tainted our point of view and our expectations. And then also we got to understand that when people 
or let's, let's say like our grandparents, our great-grandparents, some yeah. of them may not have married for love. Some of them may have married for survival. You know, and some of those same things have been passed down to us, but it's harder now because um, we've started to shift into having the opportunity to marry for love. And what does that even really look like? Because some parents, some of our parents may not have have even married for love. They may have, again, married to move out of a particular class. And then they're like, then I just kind of fell in love with them. Or I hear people all the time say, like, this person wasn't my type. I wasn't even looking for them. You know, and I just kind of settled. Like, we have the choice of not settling, you know. So I think that if we start having those conversations, that things will shift. Like, what does it mean to fall in love? And and also with that, you have to actively work at that. That is just an emotion. you got to like the person at the core to then activate the love. Like, you love your parents by default, some of us. I love them because they took care of me. I love you, Right. But, like, your partner, you have to like them. Like, I would hope that they're your best friend so that you can come to them and have difficult conversations and happy conversations. And I'm hoping that you both are growing from one another and your needs are being met and that you're both being respected in what it is that you're saying, that there's room for forgiveness, there's room for acceptance. And, and I, then I'm you not think sure. the... <clears throat> Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm good. Do you think everyone comes from like a combative, you know, everyone has an argument or a disagreement? Do you think everyone comes from like a combative point of view as opposed to a collaborative point of view of trying to say, okay, you know, I can respect your opinion. As you say, agree to disagree. Or is everyone's mm-hmm. bravado or persona or I'm never, I'm not going to back down always lead to like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm never, I'm, I can never be wrong just because I, I just need my personal fulfillment to feel better that I have to be right all the time. I think people are vulnerable of being incorrect. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing that I've kind of seen in the situation. And what people kind of, you know, I've, I've had to grow on my soul too. Obviously, a 20, 22, 23-year-old AK is going to be completely different than a 32-year-old AK. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not, I would not sit in the mirror and say, yeah, I, I fucked up. I, yeah. Like, damn. Like, yeah, but like, Scratch the back of your head like, hey, I fucked up. Like, back then, no, no way. So I think that's, I mean, it's obviously some people growing and maturing and mm-hmm. learning that, you know, you never, you're not, no one's perfect. No one's ever going to say right. So that's the guy I'm trying to, you know, that's I totally agree with what you're saying. And everybody's trying to, you know, when they have art, arguments, it feels like a debate or a disagreement, let's say. So it would be like a debate. It should be a conversation with two people with two different opinions. And, you know, see what the common ground is, see what the differences are, and learn from it. I think everybody's kind of just, like, in their bubble and, you know, don't, don't want to learn. It's kind of stuck in their ways. So, yeah, we're, my bad. We're, we're prideful we... people. Yeah. We are prideful yeah, people. Yeah. And I always tell people, like, you cannot have pride in a relationship. You cannot do it. It will kill you. It will suffocate you. You just cannot do it. And it's very hard to just eat humble pie, right? I'm not saying that people should, you know, um, over. I don't I don't believe in that. But I do believe that it's okay to have two different perspectives because you are two different people with two different emotions and feelings in that particular situation. Whatever it is that you're arguing about is it, gonna impact you both differently. Or it may impact you the same. That's why you guys both may say like, Okay, I agree with that. What do we do, right? Or if it's impacting you differently, that's okay too. But I'm just asking you to hear me out. Now what? 
And if you just can't have any common ground, maybe you just need to say, hey, I love you, and we just need to take a couple minutes to just move away from this for a little bit. And then maybe clear our minds and think about it differently. And, yeah, sometimes your argument will be nasty, but y'all need to figure out how nasty y'all are going to be. Are we going to curse at each other? Are you okay with that? You know what I mean? Like, y'all need to figure that out. Like, people really need to figure that out. I don't think that anybody should be hitting each other. I I don't believe in that. But I do know that some people, they just feel, you know, cursing is okay. Okay, are you okay with that? Maybe some people are like, no, cursing isn't okay. But we need to be able to, you know, let some steam off. Letting steam off is okay. It's okay. It's just how you do it. So let's take it back a couple notches then. So I'm listening to y'all. I think this is interesting as hell, right? So let me take y'all, let me throw some things at y'all, right? So let's start. We, we've gotten all the way to this fighting point. So kind of what I wrote down is why do we fight, right? Like what are the foundational reasons why people fight today? And I think it stems, like we're kind of got this intergenerational dating pool now um, that spans across the early 20s to the mid to late 30s at this point. So I think, like, for instance, some of the logics that we're talking about maybe don't necessarily apply to different people mm-hmm. or to, you know, people that have had different experiences, right, because maybe their expectations are different just based on, um, for instance, somebody that's just now coming out of college did have tenor. So their expectations and what they experience in relationships is totally different. So someone that may be mm-hmm. 25 today that dates somebody that's 31, they're going to have different expectations, and that person's going to think this person is wrong because their paradigms are different. So going back to the fighting piece, Kind of my my perspective is maybe it's because we don't know each other, right? Like you understand, I can speak for myself in my last relationship. Maybe you get into things a little bit too fast, and I'll speak on that in a second as to why I think we do that. But you don't know each other. Everybody thinks they're right. If I think that dating should be a certain way, if I'm not hip to Tinder mm-hmm. and Bumble and all those different things, and this person, that's the only way that they know dating, then absolutely nobody's going to listen, which is why, like you guys said, that pride thing, you know, where does that come into play? But the bigger thing I want to go to is, like, is love different? Should we shove what we perceive love as 30 years ago into what love is today? Because the world is a lot different today. The world is dynamic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more opportunities. Women have more opportunities. Mm-hmm. People are moving more. People are nomads. So maybe what people need is different. So is are people wrong for seeking different things? Like, I think there's a varying mm-hmm. range of what love is based on what you've been through in your lifetime. I think people go into relationships and you can validate this or invalidate this. But me personally being reflective, which a lot of people are not, you know, understand like, mm-hmm. what do I seek out of relationships? They say in relationships, we seek things that we didn't get sufficiently within our childhood. It doesn't mean you had a bad childhood, but maybe, you know, you always wanted to prove, you always wanted to hear good job. Maybe you didn't come from an affectionate family, right? So you seek that type of affection. You seek a really affectionate relationship. Um, and then the other piece I was going to talk about is we're talking about meeting people. What are those conversations? What is this? What is that? Is it really that? Like, are people really looking for relationships, right? And are people looking to meet somebody to fill a void? You know, kind of my what I've experienced is people are looking to fill a void, and we don't necessarily understand what we need out of a relationship. We have two goals. We don't want to be single, and we don't want to be single because that's where the social media influence comes, right? You start to put this pressure mm-hmm. on yourself and you get these insecurities because people have this fake happiness. Um, but what we don't do is take the time to look back and reflect on relationships and think about what we could have done better, a lot of which you encounter maybe with guys, but even a lot of women, you hear why the relationship didn't work, what that person didn't do. 
So that's now how people create what they need in the next relationship. It's just kind of this snowball effect of, well, this guy cheated on me. Okay, next relationship, I need trust. Um, well, this guy did this, so the next relationship, I did this. But I never look at what, how did that, you know, what is the byproduct of that? What did you do to influence that? Then eventually you have these people that continue to experience the same things, not understanding that the common denominator is themselves. So then that mm-hmm. all propels into this buffet culture, which is what I like to call dating today, because like you guys said, people are a lot more short-mannered. You know, obviously there's a lot more divorces. People are getting married way later at this point, so I'm just looking at it from a dating standpoint. I now have access to so many people that I don't have to have patience with you anymore. I'm not speaking for myself, but just speaking from people's perspectives. So I can get on an app and swipe and meet 50 people, <laughs> talk about DMs. Mm-hmm. Every girl has 50 DMs. I don't care what she looks like. Every girl has DMs, so they have a plethora of options, right? So I think all these things mm-hmm. have influenced dating. So I don't know where mm-hmm. I stand on saying, you know, I th- again, I think it's generational age or just however you were raised. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that influences it. I think a lot mm-hmm. of it has to do with how has the world changing influenced um, dating and what love is and the definition, and has it changed? And then on top of that, this is the first time where you do have – Many people, I think maybe outside of, like, you talked about our parents married for different reasons, and, you know, they were going through economic, socioeconomic things, homemakers and all of that, but now this is, like, mm-hmm. the first time you have a pool of people that have totally dated completely differently at that at the same stage in life. Like, my daddy college experience mm-hmm. was different than somebody three years behind me, but now we're dating, but those little nuances were different. Like, a girl under 25 FaceTimes me all the time. To me, that's a privilege. It's like, stop FaceTiming me. Like, text me. Yeah. Call me. Those are things that annoy me. So like how do how do yes. how do y'all feel all of these things? I just, that's why I get caught up when mm-hmm. I agree with y'all, but I'm also kind of kind of like at the same time, is that necessarily true? Kind of I don't disagree with y'all. It makes sense what I'm saying, but it's also like the world is fucking different now too. So who are different. we to say, hey, here's what love is, here's what relationship is? I don't think we know. Mm-hmm. I just think people are so smart now and looking for. I don't think I don't think we're looking. I don't think anybody knows what they're looking for anymore. To be honest with you, and if mm-hmm. you do. I honestly think it's a byproduct of past relationships or you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're aspiring to have what your parents have. And I'm sorry to say, I'm just going to mm-hmm. be honest, I love my parents to death, mm-hmm. and I love what they have, but the world's different. I can't have what they have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And honestly, mm-hmm. I don't no. want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's, so mm-hmm. not because I wasn't raised properly and they don't have an amazing relationship. It's just that, mm-hmm. you know, there are sacrifices that were made and things that have occurred just based on, like you said, circumstances and generation or, or you know, time differences. They grew up in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and 70s. Why is different now? So I don't know. Like, like you want to pursue it? So I don't know. Like I'm just throwing all that shit out there because that's just kind of how I think, and I just don't know how y'all feel about that's it. That's true. I'm just hard pressed to be like, hey, no, completely. I mean, be. here's, here's how we get to change everybody. That's true. There's, Go I ahead, mean, okay. there's so many, there's so many outside, what I call noise or distractions that you know weren't there 45 years ago. You didn't have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I mean, you're kidding me. You're talking about this. Remember when Facebook came out? You was like, what? You're on campus? If I see a girl in class, I can look up on a roster and say, what? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. Changes everything. Changes the whole, changes everything. Oh, I can poke you? Oh, poke. I'm, I'm going to sit in my, I'm going to sit in the library. Supposed to be sitting, hit a couple pokes, and then go study and come back. Oh, I have, I have somebody poke me back. Ah, okay. Now we got yeah. something going. Yeah. 40, 50 years ago, you didn't have that. Yeah. And then obviously, then you know, going down, we said, you know, going down to you know where we are now, moving to a society. I mean, you know, what, another thing people have to take into account too is a, a lot of different, you know, interracial dating. I mean, no, you know, interracial dating brings a whole another cultural True. barrier that no one really thinks about. I mean, thinking about people's uh-huh. religion, 
uh, you know, obviously, you know, obviously, you know, interracial black white or, you know, Indian black or, you know, all those things. And obviously, you know, you're bringing somebody home that, you know, 40, 50 years ago would never happen. So that's, that's another whole nother dynamic. How people navigate through that type of, you know, I, mean, I have a couple of friends that, you know, one friend in particular, in, you know, married to a Caucasian. And I remember she was talking about how, you know, they just don't get it. <laughs> they just don't get some of the things that she was invented about. I was like, well, you knew that getting into it. So, I mean, that's what you have to take into account, too. And then, obviously, then now we're talking about Twitter, Instagram. I mean, I mean, the whole society's been so hypersexualized, too. Like, back in the day, people want swinging or swingers clubs and all that. Well, they probably were, but it's not really broadcasted as much. And, you know, me and Jakeem had conversations, and we'll kind of get you privy to that, too, about, you know, like, sister-wives. I mean, Mormons. No, you know, you know, for me too. My my grandfather was, you know, he had three wives. So I mean, stuff that happened back then, you know, people were trying to grow and change, but still had those natural, you know, inhibitions that were, you know, still in them, you know, years ago. For me, first off, three wives in America, no, nah, I'll get killed. Secondly, that's too much time. So <laughs> I'm not going down that route. Shit, you sex though. I think we undervalue the impact of sex. Like people. That shit ain't taboo no more. And honestly, mm-hmm. like, I don't care what anybody, like, sex, honestly, has become more important to a lot of people in their relationships because it's easier to get, I mean, I don't know, like, sex has heavily influenced a lot of what Latrice, you talked about. Like, I think sex is a lot more important to people than, I think we all know that, you get on Instagram, all of that. But it's like, I don't know if it's an age range thing. I think older people, younger people, what have you. I just think sex has had a big, the acceptance of sex has had a big influence on it, especially from an insecurity standpoint, because it's so easy to get yeah. and communicate and cheat now with the DMs. We'll go back to statement DMs. So, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it from a woman's perspective. Don't get on here and lie and act like a nun and say, oh, women, 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 oh my God. women out here getting dick. They out here snatching dick. They out here snatching dick. Aggressively. They out here, they out here, pulling, they out here pulling them. Here. I'm about to say me too. Box. Yeah. Okay, so and I then, just want to go back. They, they call it the wait, wait. for you in the morning too now. <laughs> go ahead. That's real too. Oh, right I'm alone. All right, go ahead. No, so I just wanted to go back real quick, and then yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, so as far as love, I'm an advocate of like you define what love looks like for you. Who am I to say what love should and should not be? Right? I'm not you. Um, and I'm not in your relationship either. I'm just there to support what it is that you guys are trying to create for one another, so that you both feel love in the relationship. Um, also, I think that um, that's why it's important to maybe have, like, a good friend um, that you look up to or go – I'm an advocate of going to counseling or seeing, you know, like a couple marriage and family counselor, going to um, someone who is a consultant, relational consultant, or a matchmaker to talk those things out loud because it, we are in a new time and you may not know, but you, it's good to have a sounding board so that they can then maybe reflect it back to you to say like, Oh, it sounds like you want X, Y, and Z, or it sounds like this is what you're looking for. So maybe you can go out there and try to see if this is what you like. And if you don't like it, let's talk about that to go back to the drawing board and figure it out. And nothing is cookie cutter, right? Something that you like today may get on your nerves tomorrow, but you just need to, figure it out and I feel like it's really important once you break up with someone to just sit with you I'm an advocate of sitting with you and learning about yourself and figuring out who you are before you go out into this world I'm, I'm an advocate of that travel do something 
uh, but figure out who you are and what you like about yourself, you know, and what you can give to somebody else. Because in those relationship talks, people are like, what are you looking for and what it is that you like? You, you need to know something. I mean, True. you know a little bit. If you like True. to laugh, True. you're like, you know, I just want somebody I can laugh with. Or if you like sports, I really like sports. I want somebody I can I can go to a game with or play basketball. Like, you need to know a little something. I'm not saying I have a list, but at least something, right? And even if you're on a date, figure it out. That's why it's important to date because you are figuring it out. Figure it out. So that, that's all I want to say about that. Um, as far as sex, no. yes, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot out here, man. Like it's, but that. So again, that's why I'm a saying, lot of dick like, out here. It, that's what you're saying. It, well, <laughs> it's, it's a lot, but it don't you're mean it's dick. It's a. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's always an option, but I'm like that's too much, bro. That's too much. Um, but yeah, you know, it doesn't mean that it's good. You know, it doesn't. Grass isn't always green on the other side. You know, but yeah, it's sex, man. Man, you can get it anywhere. You can get it anywhere. And if you ain't getting that, you can go buy some. You know what I mean? Like, you got them dolls. Man, that's a whole uh, that's a whole fucking doll. Just wait. Just wait till get a man doll. Don't get me started. Get a man doll. That's a whole episode. Y'all been had had dildos, though. What you mean? No, no, wait. No. No, wait till I can build a brother. You mean I can build a real brother? <laughs> Man. Hey, they they ain't digging. They say is loyal dick more important than good dick? What? Let me build is a loyal, brother. Does loyal dick trump good dick? Oh my god! Man, loyal they, dick. They, they, is loyal dick trump good dick? <laughs> they went from build a bear to build a, yeah. build a brother. <laughs> build a brother. She, she Latrice, does loyal dick trump loyal. good dick? I can't speak for everybody. I, I would like loyal. I think you lied. Nothing I think you lied. No, I, but I want, loyal I want better nothing than good to come dick. back to me. I would prefer loyal because loyal, you can work that out. Can you? You can work it out. I think you can. You can work it out. And it doesn't mean that loyal dick is bad dick. I would prefer loyal. Loyal two-inch dick. Loyal two-inch dick are good. Only fucking you. Nine-inch dick. Uh no, you can find loyal. All right, dick. let me That's take that back. Seven and a half. <laughs> 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 I'm that. <laughs> That's where the builder brother. That's where the builder brother comes. I'm gonna build me a brother. I'm gonna build me a brother. Oh no, loyal pussy. Y'all out here building okay. shit. Hey, they don't talk back. Don't go back. I ain't gotta ask them. I ain't gotta swipe them. Okay, so you loyal. Versus good. Loyal for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot different for dudes. <laughs> Even though it's really bad, it could be really bad. I mean, it's hard it to be bad. I don't think there's a such thing I as mean, really bad. There's really smelly. Okay, I, was gonna I don't know if I'm that really so, bad. Yeah. Is there a such thing as bad? Because I've heard people, some men are like, man, that was bad. That was awful. So I'm like, was it just that she was lazy? Yeah. Was it just not? Yeah. She was not I mean, wet enough? Yeah. Or what? Lazy. Wet. I mean, then I mean, I used to think. Go ahead, go ahead, dude. Go ahead. I used to think it was me sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, like you know, the women yeah. be dry because they be dry. So yeah. I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. But some so, girls really I just mean, be dry. Like <laughs> some girls really just got that shit. That dry ass you some people, like, sometimes you need you you they they should know that and just have a KY ready like. But you yeah you can get around that you know what I'm saying yeah smells are different especially groans smell changes every smell and laziness changes everything like you gotta expect it to get cheated on like 
Like, I dated a chick, huh? and it's like, yeah, like, you're again. like, oh. Uh, <laughs> what? What? You can get around drought pussy. Like, I've not really had drought pussy. Like, really, really tight pussy mm-hmm. turns into drought pussy because it hurts her. So, it doesn't get as wet. So, that shit's hard, but you can get around that. KY, whatever. She cry. You'll be all right. Then, as far as, like, smells. Are you raping her? No, 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 woo, woo, edit, edit. No, her, I'm not, no. Smells. Smells. No, I ain't raping. I'm just saying, so what I'm saying is if her pussy's tight, right? Right. right where, therefore, when you try to insert your penis, and it's going to, it's, it's going to hurt her, which means yeah. she still wants to try. She's a, she's a, she's a, she's got, she's got good effort. You know, she's a trooper. She'll take so you it. still trying to insert her. But eventually it's going to And you hurts, love her. So it's not pleasurable. And you care about her. You care about her. Make sure that she's pleasure too. I didn't say love. Yeah, well, I didn't say love. But you don't have to love did. her. You just want to make sure that she's pleased too. Yeah. You just want to make sure she's having a good time too. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, there's a couple of certain points where there's nothing you can do as far as, you right. know, girth. But we'll talk about another episode. But well, let's go to like the smells and the effort. Smells just, at this point, you're too old. Like, that shit absolutely changes Personal everything. Idea. I would not have sex. Yeah, like I don't. Some people just naturally have it. I don't know, but that shit is, it's not going down unless I'm like super super drunk, and not aware. But effort, effort. One night stand, I can get away with that. Cause I'm gonna get my nut. I can get head. Whatever. You can lay there. I'll beat your brains out. You know, but you don't have to. You can't ride. Whatever. That's fine. But my girl, though, like, like you gotta make improvements or efforts or work with. If you're adamant, like no, like remember back in the day, girls like I don't suck dick. And it's like, nigga, like, like come on, come on, like, you're my girl. And at some point, man. I'm going to want head. So you have to understand mm-hmm. that you're increasing the odds. It's not that I want to cheat on you, but mm-hmm. if I'm in a position, I mean, my, my judgment may be compromised. If I'm six months with you and no mm-hmm. head and you know that's important to me, I mean, hey. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's I think real. those are the only two things that came like, hey, for me. I mean, I don't think there's such thing as bad pussy. I just need a smelly, smelly, smelly pussy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. pussy, you can't, can't ride. He said he said it. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, I have, I have boundaries. I had some fish last <laughs> night. <laughs> oh my god. No, but but to your Portuguese, like, hey, like we talked about it a couple times. Like, niggas too drunk. And you know you can't even get get you can't even get hard. Like is it because of her or is it too drunk? Like that. Like what? That's, that's what is drunk, your situation? Bro. What is your situation? You have somebody you could, that couldn't get hard, and we just like yo, it's me. Like you give them the chance, get yeah, better from the doubt. Like what was that situation like? Hold on, you asking you me, asking Latrice, nigga. Hold on, Latrice. Oh, you just go pivot around this whole smelly pussy question, nigga. Like, you completely oh, just avoided the... that answer. Oh, you. I didn't avoid nothing. <laughs> if you're no, down for no. that or not. <laughs> hell no. No, period. No. If I, if, if okay. I take the time if I take the time to smell fresh and, and uh, Irish Spring fresh out of the shower, like, you know, fresh out of Lake, Lake Metatonka, like, hell no. Like, you don't give a fuck about smelly balls, though. Yeah, they don't care. They'll suck them salty. That's but, not true. Uh, no, that's not true. No. Nah, Unless he got true. that man smell. Unless he got no, that man smell. No, there's no, no, thank you. 
What is a man smell? You, huh? you know that. No, thank you. That man <laughs> smell is when a nigga, man, you know the man smell. The man smell is balls and, and like it's one thing to have sweaty balls and like got out of practice and they little tart, like little salty. But yeah. it's another thing where if you pull your like if a nigga can smell himself when he pull his pants out, that's the man. Like if he can oh, pull man. out his waistband and he can smell the stench, that's the man smell. Some niggas just naturally have man smell, and it's not. It's yeah, not no. So if I take if I've taken time to make sure that I look appealing for you, you're visually stimulated. I smell great. I look great. I expect you to do the same. Yes. I, I expect you to. At least wash yourself. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna have on yeah. no amazing drawers, but at least wash yourself. That's not cool. If you expect me to do that, I expect you to do that too. That's wild. Like I'm no. Hey Kate. Hey Kate, I'm a limp dick. So he asking you about that limp, that limp guy. No, so let me. No, that but I wanted guy. to ask y'all a question. Backing up. So if she's a lazy lay, do you tell her she's a lazy lay? Do you guys like? Um, do Do you coach her? You trying no. to put out a put on a freaky ass, put on a freaky my, ass porno? Fuck no, fuck no. She's not my girl. Fuck no. What for what? It's a nut. It's a nut transaction. It's an orgasm transaction. That's all it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so no, she's not. So no. Need, and I'm probably not gonna beat her. Right. Probably not gonna be a beat victim again. So I'm not talking no, about that. You've already said that. I'm talking about a chick that you were really feeling, and you're like, man, she is a lazy lady. So wait, let's define a lazy lay. Yeah. I just want to know you all how you all are understanding lazy lay. <laughs> lazy lay. Mhm. Hmm. There's so many spectrums. Okay. Um, I mean, it goes into I guess. He lays there, starfish. Starfish, no emotion, just a straight face. Like, am I? Am I? Am I doing this right? Do you want me to do it differently? Like, what's going on here? Like, because, I mean, if I'm, if I'm giving him, like, yo, too much tea, so, yo, play my balls a little bit, or, you know, do this, you know, take it out of your throat, you know, can you do that? You know, I, 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 I will coach on the go. So, but, like, she's just laying there. It's a no passion. or I mean, passion. It's like, well, we some type of, uh, you know, you know, nonverbal communication that it's feeling good, like, and I was like, well, what the fuck? So, and then obviously then, if she rides, she over here riding like a granny, like, yeah, it's like, no. I was just like... What's riding like a granny? I mean... <laughs> some girls just can't, I don't know, granny, some girls just can't fucking ride. They bend in your dick. Yeah, they, it, right? What a girl do, she sit on your dick and she just start, She it's like she fucking riding a... Uh, she just start gyrating her hips back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, like, what's that? You get damn rug burn. You get damn rug burn. That shit's annoying. You get a skin burn. Oh, for real. Yeah, fucking skin burn, man. That shit's annoying. Your dick goes off. All the way down. That shit's annoying. And then, and then you had the rough rider. She would damn near break your pelvic bone. Like, yo, hold up, B. Oh, man. Yeah, Lord Jesus, balls, bro. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Matching my gonads, homie. <laughs> hey, oh, hey. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I like you're rough, but I ain't, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Shit, I, I, I can't even. I think I don't know if I told you this, AK. And I, my friends, listen, they all know these stories. But man, mm-hmm. dude, I remember when I was in Miami, bro, and. uh Man, I had that sex with, like, women that was from Miami. Like, people visit, right? People from all over the world. 
And oh, yes, international. I heard one time this chick mm-hmm. smacked me, and then it was like the first time it was cool. Like, I, I'm not into I know some girls, like, pull your hair choke. I'm not into the really, really, really rough shit. Like, I'm not there. Like, I like to feel. I like p- good pussy, dick insertion, come out, little talking, little grabbing. Like, don't be scratching all over me. Don't be, then she smacked me the second time, and I just, she's not I'm like, look, motherfucker. Hey, don't be, like, smack me hard as Fuck me. Fuck. I'm like, yo, man, like, this ain't going to work, dog. I had another chick choke me. While she was riding me, I couldn't breathe. So at first I was like, okay, three, four, five. I was like, nigga, I'm about to pass out. I didn't throw her off of me. And then another time, when I'm on top, I'm cool. If I'm beating your shit up and you smack me, but don't keep smacking my ass. I know how y'all feel now, but nigga, it's a double standard, nigga. Like, don't be smacking my ass. Yeah, my, my ass. three things. Don't be choking me. Don't be smacking me. And don't be smacking my ass. I ain't down for all that. And I ain't really down to be choking you either to keep it real. Can <laughs> so, she grab ass? Is it okay to grab ass? Just don't get by my. I want to grab ass. Yeah, I mean, yeah. about the nut, yeah. You grabbing me and you start talking that shit. Beat that shit up, and you're clenching it, but your nails ain't digging in. But I don't like that. Uh-huh. They feel like I'm getting. I don't know. They didn't feel like the table turn when you start grabbing my ass. You know, I'm shit. I'm only five nine on top of that. So let alone if she like five she's five ten or larger. Yeah, then I you feel can't like feel vulnerable. Yeah, too vulnerable. I don't like nobody touching on my booty. I ain't, I ain't I ain't into the groceries or the finger in my asshole when I nut that's and shit. Little. I ain't, I ain't I ain't there. That's next, a lot of niggas is, right? Yeah. Uh-uh. I just want mm-hmm. to talk to you. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm over here telling my life story. I'll be getting smacked in BDSM and Christian Gray. I was about to. Yeah, I mean, the first time, like, the first time, like, I've never had my groceries aiding, but, like, I feel like kind of rolled me over. I was like, yo, whoa, 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 what's going on here? <laughs> Stop right there. Oh, all right, fucking there, buddy. <laughs> what are you trying to roll me over for? She's like, yeah. I was like, nah, just go keep on sucking my dick, please. So that was that. <laughs> that was almost. Grocery <laughs> moment. I was like, no, like uh, I, I've never done the woman either. But I, I heard it does make them, make the the them waters fall like Niagara. I'm not gonna lie about that. That's what I heard. I haven't done it yet, but we will see eventually. It may happen. Might get too drunk one night. Yeah, with it, yeah. I with it, yeah. Niggas got getting their booty be, A friend. Niggas be lying. Only one with two ways. Niggas be lying. <laughs> legs gotta be in the air, or you gotta be on all fours. And my friends be like, oh, no. I'm like, nigga, how else does she get back here? Like, your girl like that big, bro. You like six foot. Like, but for me, I ain't going to lie, bro. Ain't nothing better than that gooch, bro. Tank, gooch, whatever. The skin, for the people who don't know what that is, the best that spot right. on a man's body is under them balls and between that ass. But once she get a little bit, you know, you get that good head, bro, that good sloppy wet, wet. Nigga, you and your toes curling, shit, you might have your legs raised just your, your your ankles might be elevated off the bed just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. Just an inch or two. You love Tatey. So she can get up under there. But when she get a little bit too close <laughs> to that Duke shoot, man, hey, and you clinch up, you you contemplate, like, you're feeling so good. <laughs> but then my shit here, so they going down there anyway, so. <laughs> I, got, I got barricade around my shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a little well, that, <laughs> Can you get your groceries at Latrice? All I'm gonna say is that I have fun. <laughs> I have fun. <laughs> that means uh, so, hell yeah. 
That means, I don't know, but I just have a good time in the bedroom. So, <laughs> is, Sheesh. oh, so let me ask you guys this question. So, does it matter? Is lingerie important? Is lingerie important? <sighs> Situational. <laughs> It depends on the situation. It definitely I think, I think that's head. another girl. That's another girlfriend thing. That's another girlfriend thing. I don't really give a fuck. If I'm just smashing. I don't really care unless we smashing consistently. But okay, yeah. I, I mean, I can I can appreciate the effort. Like she's like, okay, if we have dinner, you come over there. She's cooking some lingerie. Gets you like something really kind of you know wet the appetite. You're over there looking like yeah, she cooking this dinner. Show looking good. How to actually found bending over, you know, over the skillet, making sure, making sure everything's covered. Don't kick that, that 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 oil pop a little bit and hit the hit the hit the, hit the ass like oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially in the world, man. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Just case by case, yeah. That's a case by case scenario. Because like at the end of the day, it's like you're gonna be naked anyway. So mm-hmm. I mean. Shit, you but said it, it though. I guess it. if you spend time there, then yeah. But if I'm like just coming over to, to smash, it's probably dark. You should already be naked to begin with. At the door. There you go. Make it at the door. But my girl, yeah, like every once in a while, like I don't really give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. I just don't be wandering around. Like your girl get comfortable and shit. All them granny. Like mm-hmm. a period, that's one thing. Like, I'm a boy shorts kind of nigga anyway. Like little cup, I need a little cup cup. You know what I'm saying? Little cup, little thong, I don't care. But the lace. Yeah, that's my thing. But if we laid in the bed at 6 a.m. and your breast tank, I don't give a fuck what you got. No, you better take the motherfuckers down and get, me get this nut before I go to work. So I think it's that, hey, that a.m. Up. sex. Hey, you be hey, walking to the office all different. Hey, Jim, how's the weather today? Shit, hey, it's 75 degrees outside. Go ahead to the golf course and go. <laughs> like, you, you, <laughs> you have the best day. What matters, what matters for a dude, dude? We answered a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. What matters for a dude? Do our undergarments matter? Boxers, briefs, I mean, body type. Free falling. I mean, size. I mean, what, what's your pro? I mean, what's the prototype for the women of your, women that are in your um, perspective space? I can't, I'm like, I can't speak for every woman, but I can, I, I, holy draws is not hot. Like, bleachy draws, holy draws is not hot. If you do manscape, if you do manscape, you can have an extra inch if you manscape. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Trust me, you can preach to the choir on that one. Shit, I figured that one out. So yeah, you know, there's an extra inch. Um, So yeah, I I, I appreciate when people make the effort. Trust me, me messing with them small PPs. She messing with wee wee's and pee pee's. Uh, like, hey, baby, uh, you need to go ahead and trim that taco I'm, meat. Nah, I'm too. <laughs> you gotta tell a nigga to trim that hair so he get an extra inch. He like, got a wee wee. I'm too tall for that. I'm too tall for that. I'm I'm a pretty. I'm too tall for that. So, you know, so I'm gonna. Yeah, say. okay, I'm James. James. I'm she's too tall than you. To be messing with little people, right? You know? Oh damn! Oh, don't play with the key, damn. <laughs> 
So all I'm hey. saying is that yeah, shit. Uh, hey, I enjoy myself. Boy, I've been, I done chopped them trees down, shit. Boy, I put them <laughs> legs up. Hey, legs be so long, them heels be hitting me in the back of my booty, nigga. Shit, <laughs> you get your tall ass, bro. You better lay your tall ass down and get chopped down. <laughs> you keep it out there in the ring for a second. Timber! Yeah, timber my ass. She's screaming timber. <laughs> timber. <laughs> hey, but no, hey, let's uh man, this was a good one, man. Uh we've been on shit, we've been on here for hours. Man, about an hour and fifteen. I think uh great topic. Y'all are funny as hell. We'll save some <laughs> for the next one though. We just wanted to get the crew together, cool up. We on here. We're gonna be coming to y'all. With the tender on there. But, uh, yo, y'all want to shout out y'all, uh, shout out y'all social media, where people can find y'all, or contact y'all. Oh, uh, you, you want to go first? Um, okay. Nah, we see, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a freaky nigga. I do have some gentlemanly ways, so the ladies first. Thank, thank you, bae. Um, <laughs> but I like a little freak, though. Hey, okay. Um, <laughs> so... On uh, Instagram, it's uh, Latrice Love, and then on Snapchat, it's L underscore Love, because, you know, I believe in love, of course, whatever you define it to be. And then Facebook, I'm never really on Facebook, so I'm not even going to give you that, but that's where you can find me. All right. Uh, For me, I don't know what the hell my damn uh, (laughs) handle is. Instagram is Samuel Melendez 9 it's my alter ego, aka my uh, my other lifestyle. If I would be anything, I'd be a Cuban drug lord. That's what they gave me that name. So, Samuel Melendez nine on Instagram. I think actually on yeah, I think actually on uh, Twitter, Samuel Melendez nine too, or AKB tweeting. I don't know. You can find me. Facebook. I have no idea what my password is. Not gonna lie. You <laughs> <laughs> funny man. We showing our age already, right? Like, yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get, we gotta get back to, uh, on these mediums. <laughs> Funny team, y'all know me. I'm Grant. Keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, Creative King, K R E A T I V underscore King, K E E M. Y'all know the Tenderoni. Y'all can contact us via email. Contact our in sorry info at Tenderoni T I N D E R O N I dot com or yeah dot com. Website coming soon. Tenderoni.com. Stay tuned. Appreciate the crew for being on today. And with that being said, we out. We out. Peace. Peace.